everybody. Welcome to Tangents Only. I am Rob Fiorentino. I am Lewis Hout Prokop. And God, we've got a good subject topic today here. Um, I think for our chess players out there, it's going to be delightful. Are you excited about this one? I am very excited. As a very uh, novice chess player, I am. Sure. I can't wait. I, I just, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. So those of you who've read the title uh, of the episode already, you already know it's the Mavinic variation of the semi-Slav defense. Now, for those probably handful of you who maybe have not heard of this, Mavinic variation is probably one of the most complicated of all chess openings with the theory actually stretching beyond 30 moves. And uh, of course, it was named after Soviet chess grandmaster Mikhail Mavinic. And uh, it's it's a pretty good it's pretty darn good. If you can get it going for you, I mean, holy cow. It's basically unstoppable, right? Like, right. It, and people know it. The me, like you see it happen, you can see it line up, but you can't stop it. It's just, it's no. a steamroller. It's like, Oh my God, it's coming at me. And I mean, in the, it's, um, there was actually an article about it in the New York times a couple of weeks ago. That's kind of what spurred me on to really kind of helping see if we could kind of help people with this. Because I, I do feel like there's maybe some people who, uh, who maybe only play checkers. No, do you play checkers? Uh, checkers. Um, I I had a I had a grandfather been well, passed away for several years. I, yes, I, I had past tense. Kind of everyone um, had a grandfather. Oh, sorry. I mean this one, but this when I say I had a grandfather, like. He was very much, um, he was a checkers fan. Oh. Uh, and even when I was learning checkers from him, I just felt like there was more. But I felt like I was too afraid to say, hey, can we go play chess or learn chess? Because it would have like put him into a place where he like didn't know where he was going to be, right? His passion he, was checkers? I think he was limited to checkers. I think it was the oh. only thing. And I, I mean, nothing against, a, you know the checkers players out there, but haven't you always felt like you get into checkers and you know, there's something better, which is chess. No, I think no, check, no checkers gets a bad rap, man. Really? Checkers is your pro checkers. Incredibly, I love checkers. Checkers is deep. I mean, it, you may not think of it as a deep, but it's got both black and red pieces. Okay? Yes, but so, tell, I mean, it's not, not that tell me this. All right. How does, how is a game deep? If to advance in it, you become you 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 cane your you know your pieces by putting another piece on top. How like that's genius? Because then, then you barbaric. <laughs> you're like wearing the head of your opponent or of your own. It's like you're lopping off the head. You're like now look at me, and you're like wearing like a meat helmet around it's the board. Not just the head. It's the whole body. It's, it's everything. Whole, you're right. It's you glued body. the entire other creature onto you. <laughs> you're walking around. Your mass has doubled, and you're not only walking. You're jumping. You're jumping. Jumping twice as far as you normally would. It's as like you get to the other side and suddenly like you have this enlightenment. You're like, I can go anywhere I want. I can't just, I used to just go forward. Now I'm like all over the place and nobody knows where I'm coming from. It's it's incredibly empowering though. I mean, that's the beauty of it. You just, it's the, it's that, it really is that power fantasy, you know, that so many movies and games and, you know, kind of have, it's almost like a video game where you just, you just keep getting more powerful and more powerful. And then yes. I mean, that's what people are really looking for because yeah, their true. daily lives, they, you know, 
let's be honest. Some sometimes people's daily lives are a bit dredge and filled with drudgery. I've heard of this. You know, yes, I, I heard this happens every so often. People like get a little bit like, oh, it's the same old, same old. Does, yeah. does this happen to you? Well, no, because I'm a I play chess. I play checkers. Oh, is and that, I, is that and, the answer? Well, I, I I think you can't knock it until you try. That's all I'm saying. You know, I think I feel like someone maybe taught me the wrong way to play because I never got that kind of joy out it out really? of it. But like hearing you talk about checkers, yeah, it it's making me wonder how many other things have I learned and for you know, <laughs> I use the 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 bunny ear quotes. Have I learned sure. that when? Maybe I never did because I never got the joy out of it. Well, now then there's also, you know, like sometimes you get the checkerboards that on the other side have backgammon boards and you can use the same pieces. Have you ever played backgammon? I, I, someone attempted to teach me. I remember an older kid attempting to teach me. And uh, maybe I was just, again, not in that mindset of some kind of, you know, joyful learning experience. I never could get it. And I, I remember just thinking Ugh. the pieces are so smooth. Like the ones we had were white. Oh, and so brown. you didn't have the checker. You, but you know what I'm talking about where you got the checkerboard on one side. Yeah. Then you turn the board upside down. And you got all these triangles. And, yeah. And we had separate the... pieces. Oh my gosh. Like they're, they were barbaric. Uh, it was a little strange, but they were so smooth yeah. that I thought like they they looked like they would taste good. I never ate one, but they just had that consistency. Like I remember, it remind like they reminded me of. <laughs> do you ever have Christmas ornaments or ornaments on like around the house, the home sure. that were like made oh. to look like they were made out of dough? You know, they were hard, obviously, because okay. they were ornaments. Uh, like we had several like little or- ornaments that were like. Um, instruments like remember a french horn and it was like braided with this like fake chocolate around the thing and as a kid not getting a lot of sweets i thought like that was real chocolate and like would nibble on it every so often my parents (laughs) still have this ornament and you can see where like the little corners are taken off yes Uh, and i told them about this not too long ago and they were like no way and they looked at they're like what? (laughs) it's missing some of the trimming (laughs) lewis what did you do and they're like, wow, we really did not give you anything in that department. So this is what oh, we I thought they were saying. Well, we we did, really did not give you a proper education. And what is food? I mean, they deprived us of any kind of, uh, you know, sweetener that wasn't like honey and molasses. So when we thought Wait, we had molasses something. Molasses is not a sweetener. Let's get that straight. <laughs> well, they thought it was. Oh, my God. Honey, molasses, and oh. ginger. Those were the okay, three. Ginger is not a sweetener either. It is tasty, but it is not a sweetener. We used to always make these ginger cookies with real ginger roots, not like sprinkles, like actual uh-huh. ginger roots. That sounds and delicious. When we would have people, they were delicious. When yeah. we have people over to enjoy them, my mom would always say, make sure you tell your friends because we had a we had this uh, uh, this yellow lab, big yellow lab. Um, sure. And she would shed everywhere, all this white hair all the time, because that's okay. what labs do. They shed, they shed, right. they shed. Yeah. And so we were known for having a very, you know, kind of hairy house that we'd have to pick up, right? Sure. You know, like like a little tumbleweeds of hair going around the place. Right. Uh, right. And so when people would come over for like a holiday, it must have been or very windy as well. Then. Oh, definitely. Uh, we would have people come over for a holiday party. And we had these ginger cookies. My mama said, "Now make sure you tell your friends that the ginger root, because you could see it sticking out oh, like yeah. little hairs. Tell them it's not. <laughs> tell them it's not rosy hair. It's ginger. And so I would stand there 
like just like completely studious in my task and be like, it's not dog hair, people. It's It's, ginger. (laughs) It's ginger. And they said, wait, ginger's the name of Nancy's dog. How did she get in here? (laughs) All sorts of problems. But uh, they were delicious. And she didn't add sugar to these ginger cookies. Oh, gosh. No. Uh, No. I mean, it was honey, molasses, and... The, the chocolate substitute that we had, not for ginger cookies, was carob. I don't know if you've had carob, but I it's like... I don't know if I have had carob, but it doesn't carob, sound delicious. Carob... If you think of like the fine mud that makes clay that like sure. turns into like, uh, you know, the things we have around our home, mugs mm. and like go- goods and services made Absolutely. out of clay. Absolutely. Sure. I've seen the movie Ghost. Carob <laughs> is like the silt that net like that just drains off the side as you're making it okay and somehow they collect wow. it and it stays solid enough yeah to like be into like chocolate drop form but care okay. form you can still find this at some grocery stores but it immediately melts <laughs> it's kind of like castor oil it just like disappears and you're like was that sand like what was, what, what was that <laughs> but we didn't know better so it was the it was the gold of our times when it came to the closest chocolate <laughs> thing besides of course, christmas ornaments i'm gonna sprinkle some carob on my ginger <laughs> we put carob into uh the banana boats when we go camping oh. we split the banana down the middle we okay. Okay. Put the carob in there, wrap it up with tinfoil, and put it on the coal. Oh, like, wow. It, I mean, a lot of people do it with chocolate. We do it with Okay, well, that actually taste. sounds pretty good. If, it I was. don't know what carob tastes like, but it's, a, it it's a, a weird, banana. it's a strange taste. If so you go I'm, I'm going to guess that you never had a banana split then as a kid. Not as a kid, no. 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 Only if you've had a banana split since. As Have you ever had a banana split? In I definitely your life? have. Okay. It's not recent. Um, no. But I've I've had a banana split, yeah. Okay. Well, I have. That's, that's good. Then you've then you've lived a full life. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I was worried for a few years, but I made it up. I, there were a few years in there where I like tried to cram it all in. You tried to eat everything except carob. <laughs> <laughs> I I have had carob in recent years. Now, is it is it kind of no like good. baker's chocolate? Because baker's chocolate is kind of like that too, where it's straight chalky and it's not sweet at all. It's basically it's not chalky. It's it like yeah. immediately melts. Like it has it doesn't have oh. any hold to it. It's like so it liquefies. It's kind of like really cheap gum. It immediately disintegrates <laughs> as you chew it. Oh, wow. And yeah. then you're left with like, what you're just like I just nah, why is my tongue brown? Ah, hmm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 It's definitely uh, the kind of thing that leaves a streak. I <laughs> <laughs> took a turn. Didn't expect well, no, to like, go there. Not, not there. As you're, like, oh. you're, you're talking about Wait, your tongue. What? It leaves a streak. Oh, your tongue. Like, yes. No, well, yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Oh, good. Of course. Of course. I mean, hello. Page. Yes. Yeah. But uh, carob, carob. Yeah. Sounds like scarab. Like, uh, like you know, like a like a beetle a bug, like a beetle. Yeah. Scarabs are always like in uh, in like uh, Lara Croft video games and yeah, things and that, like things those, in the pyramids and those Brandon Fraser movies. Brandon was, Fraser, was it yes, Brendan or of, Brandon? Oof, I always says Brent. I always said Brendan, but it could have been Brandon. I bet it was Brendan. It's probably Brendan. Holly, Brendan sounds more Hollywood. Brendan. Hello, my name is you're, you're doing sets. <laughs> I'm just sitting here with my scarabs, just looking at them and the and smashing them with this hammer. They're deadly, Before, you know. Yeah, they're gonna eat my brain. Yeah, I think one already did, but hey. You know, that's a dangerous occupation and being a, 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 a an actor. Well, yes, that <laughs> and also a pyramid, uh, you know, diver. excavator, excavator, Indiana Jones sense? type. You no, know, it's yeah. dangerous because you can you get all those traps. You know, you got to 
I mean, if you think about all the mysteries that are left in the world, that's still one that's like in plain sight that we still don't know. Yeah. Like well, there's we new mysteries it. created every day too. That's the thing. That is right? true. You just have to know where to look. Or know where not to look. Know where not to look. Have you ever stumbled across a mystery? Have I ever stumbled across a mystery? Well, there was, <laughs> well, there was this one time as a kid, I was walking through the forest uh-oh. and found some a paper bag filled with some magazines that I probably shouldn't have had uh, at, at age oh. 12. <laughs> so that was definitely a mystery. And I'm looking through these magazines going, Oh, that's mysterious. Now, did you look at the... <laughs> so it was not only a mystery of where it came from. <laughs> right. It was a mystery of what is going on here. <laughs> did you um, Did you happen to get the address that was printed on the outside? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think the, I don't think these were subscriptions. <laughs> they weren't? Wait. Did, oh, so like these came off a news rack. Perhaps. I don't know. I didn't oh. buy them. I found them walking as a 10, 12-year-old small child in, well, in I mean, Iowa. That's the, that's the only reason why you find I'm just wondering, something. how did they get there? Who's like, oh, no, I have this uh, grocery sack filled with with uh, periodicals. A sack. It was a grocery store, grocery sack. It was like a brown paper sack from a grocery store. And it was, oh, I have these periodicals here. I think I'll put them in the uh, grocery sack and take them out to the uh, walking trail in the woods. And maybe I'll just set them here five yards off the trail where I'm sure no small children will ever find them. <laughs> I have so many I know, right? Questions that I like don't even want an answer to. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, are you far away from any homes and civilization uh, in this place? Well, you know, it's a small town in Iowa, so you really don't have to go that far to... But no, this was like a walking trail in kind of a park area. So it's kind of a nature mm. preserve kind of thing on the outskirts of town. Uh, it was called Atlantic. Little. It was Storm Lake, Iowa. That's where I yes. grew up. Okay. And then there's a small uh, outlet for the lake when, that where the you know like the, the the water runs out of. It's called Little Lake, oh. and that's where you might some people might occasionally go pheasant hunting. And there was kind of a little naturey area where they've got you know you could there's a walking path and things like that. And so there you know there you go. Did you leave them there? I'm I'm not at liberty to say what happened to them after that. You've just answered my question. <laughs> However, well, it was a mystery. I, I felt like it was my duty to solve the mystery. Your duty to solve. I felt like kind of an now, Encyclopedia Brown at this I, point. You know what I'm saying? I'm imagining you at that point with like, you have a task now. You have a mission. You like, you get the right clothing for this. You probably have a Wait, cool hat. You have a notebook. A little I'm a 10 year old boy here. All right. So just you're looking down. for clues. You okay, are, yes. you are, um, you are I'm Encyclopedia things. Brown. You are this point. You are encyc- Yes, that's a perfect example. You're not Stranger right. Things. That's too current. You no, are Encyclopedia Brown. I'm not Brown. in the upside down world here. No. Uh, and you have to solve this mystery. However, I imagine you obviously are not actually going around interviewing people, but you no. probably you probably have a keener eye for your surroundings at this point. You're like looking at people as they pass. It's like, mm, could it be you? Could it be person? you? Is somebody carrying a big empty bag? Perhaps that yeah. they collect their items, you know, oh, like maybe you have yeah. to go find them. Um, I don't know. Now, I think, I think it might have been some older kids that maybe had left them there. I would imagine so. You Otherwise, know. like, 
I, they went. I they probably went back there on the weekend, and they were like, "Where are my periodicals?" Because I would hope any self-respective, respective, self-respecting adult yeah. would like take them home to their to their okay, home. Now here's because... all right, So here's the thing that I think is the even more astounding. Okay, I have heard multiple other people relay similar stories on other podcasts of finding periodicals of this nature hidden in the woods in brown uh, grocery sacks. In Storm Lake? Not in Storm Lake. No, across the country. Across the country. So my theory is that in the 1980s, for some reason, there was this mass, I don't know, mental illness or or disease of some sort that, that, that... that took over maybe it was an alien you know concoction that somehow got into the water that, that we must take our periodicals of a certain nature out into the woods and hide them i mean i'm sensing a lot of shame for anyone involved here and i feel i feel well, terrible i'm not for, ashamed no not you i, had, not, I was an innocent young not 10, you. 10 year old encyclopedia brown but the the folks who you know, they hold a shame. They're like, well, yeah. I, I can't, I can't feel like I can express myself or I'm concerned that something is going to be of defect. If I am, you know, or I'm afraid mom I'm and dad are going to be material when it's mom really and dad like, might be a little bit grumpy with me if they find me. With maybe, this material. maybe, um, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe the, if these were older kids, I mean, maybe they took their parents items. It's, it's quite, I, I would not be surprised if that happened from time to time. And then, you know, dad gets home and he's like, where's my grocery bag full of periodicals? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, now, did you leave a note? No, no, I did not. I should have. Oh, that that's what I was good. always like, taught to do. You dear, find something, you leave a note. sir or madam, I found some periodicals in the woods and I was afraid they were going to become filled with moisture. Rained on, and I yes. rained on, and and I took them home. Please contact me at my this address if they are yours. If they are please yours, describe them. Yeah, describe <laughs> them in detail, and come by and pick them up if they're yours. <laughs> no, I did not do that. Oh, I was taught to leave a note whenever you would find something, yeah. especially if it's something you want to keep, sure. like somebody you know. I mean, it, in my day, it was like finding a squirt gun in the grass that nobody oh, right. like some, yeah. it, it had been left behind, especially if it's a cool Where would you one, even leave that note? Uh, you'd leave it on it. Like oh, you would the find, it, gun, right, find it. You would find the Super Soaker 50 <laughs> or whatever cool right. item it is. You, like, you look around, there's no one there at the park, yeah. right? You're like, I can't see anyone for yards and yards and yards. Right. You're like, right. well, I. I like I was taught, like, you don't just take things. No, so no, no. You don't just take le- it. Like, you would leave a note. Yeah. And then like you would check back on it in a day. And if the note was still there, then it's yours. That was what I was was my, that was my sense. Like if someone had left it, they would know because then it's, uh, then it's a legitimate salvage at that point. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. No, I've never heard that before. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It was like an offering. I felt like I am, I found something I am. It's not mine yet. So I'm giving the universe a chance to reclaim it. Sure. And you're, 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 you're warding off the karma gods in that way. I I think so. I I think that's behind it somehow. And then therefore you can feel like you've done your due diligence. You've given, you know, a 
it one more time around the sun and you're like, okay. What's the most what's the most money you've ever found? Hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. And it was a hundred dollar bill. Whoa. It was in Eugene, Oregon, in a very full packed parking lot in the middle of the parking lot. It could have been anyone's. Sure. Did you leave a note on it? I did not. I was in my twenties. I was beyond. I was beyond that nonsense. You're beyond finders the note. <laughs> so as you get older, the finders keepers rules become more, more right. solidified. Right. So uh, the rest so you- of the evening down at the the, uh, the bluegrass themed because that's all they played for live music. Sure. Bluegrass, uh, bluegrass uh, bar. Yep. I had nothing but the Johnny Walker red. I was going to say the drinks are on Lewis tonight. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. I did not make any new friends, but I certainly uh, tried to persuade some. So, you know. <laughs> Wow. $100. And I'm assuming then that you never found out where that $100. No. The theory from. was of... Uh, so I was meeting a friend who was getting off work at the restaurant, who worked at the restaurant. No, so I found tips. it there. Right. And yeah. no, it was a hundred dollar bill. So no one leaves a hundred dollar oh, bill. That's true. That's so leaving a hundred dollar Her theory is that it maybe belonged to her um uh not very kind boss. I'm oh using my words here because you know we want to keep <clears throat> someone of a family show if we can. Sure. Um and maybe just had like a pile of money in his pocket and just like it fell off. And wow. she's like, Yeah, that's that's uh if that belongs to whatever that person's name was, who yep. cares? They won't miss it. We don't like, care. Somebody's just got enough hundred dollar bills to just throw around. I don't yeah. care who they are. They, they've got too many hundred dollar bills. But you, have you ever found a, chunk you of know, change? I found a $20 bill and I did have yeah. the same kind of feeling, but I was, you know, I was like, Oh, look at that. There's 20. I think it was like at a, it was like outside of a grocery store. Yeah. So who knows? You That's know. where you're, you know, most likely. I mean, but 20, things. $20. It's like, well, it's great that you found $20, I guess. It's too bad somebody lost it. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's not going to be the kind of thing where you leave a note on it. No. You know, it's no. like, you know, I've heard of people who found more than that and then they have to take it to the police. And then, oh, well, the police yeah. have kind of the same rules where well, I have nobody claims it. Within sixty days, then the police get it, and the police get it. (laughs) Evidence called the police tax. (laughs) The police tax. What do you mean you turned into thousand (laughs) dollars? We don't have anything in the books here. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Let me go down in the room where we keep all the cocaine, marijuana, and stolen money, and see if it's there. Hmm. Comes back. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Nothing there. Smell something? No, uh, <laughs> no, but gosh, I really could go for a game of checkers right now. Let's do it. Oh gosh, um, yeah, all night, all night that checkers. Mm. <laughs> have you ever played? Do, do you stay up? Are you still stay up all night? Have you ever? When's the last time you stayed up all night on purpose? Not like because of insomnia, but because uh-huh. by gosh, I'm going to stay up all night. <laughs> And just be we ruined. We used tomorrow. to do that as a kid all the time. It was like, I, we're going to stay up all night and play Dungeons and Dragons and drink Mountain Dew. I, we were serious yeah. nerds. <laughs> I remember staying up all night on purpose, uh, like during uh, events that I would be at. Like I'd be at a, like a church lock in oh, like sure. overnight. Oh, yeah. And so you'd have to stay up all night. That oh, kind of yeah. thing. That's well, those are a blast too. Oh, they were so great. Yeah. Um, those are great. But on purpose, outside of that kind of thing, maybe a couple times in college, like mm. you're going to stay up and study all night. 
How uh, yeah, how bad does it have to be that you've blown off so much studying that you're literally staying up all night to study? That seems bad. I had to do that a couple yeah. times too, like writing a paper overnight because it was due in the morning and I hadn't even started it. And then you start it and you're just like, oh my God, this is going to take forever. I was never that much of a procrastinator, especially now when it came to papers because they yeah. always took me a really long time. So I knew I had to spend a lot of time. It's mostly like if I wanted to just be ready for a test, like I had to just keep memorizing things or something. And so I would just sit with the book. And, and, but, and it wouldn't affect you. I mean, because it seems to me if I stay up all night, it's just like I, I'm not even capable of writing my name. The next I mean, day. I could write my name for sure. I could do that much. <laughs> okay, good. But no, I wasn't thinking straight. And no, um, okay. I was sure. certainly not... Uh, I was certainly not the, the A student that you see before you today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was the... I, was, I got by. The shining beacon of education. It sits That's before right. me. <laughs> I learns what I learns when I feel like it. And yeah. uh, sometimes it means staying up all night, really more for the events, if anything else. Did you, um, have you ever had to stay up all night for a non-educational reason? I mean, because you're stuck somewhere. Or... I remember staying. I remember staying up all night in the Indianapolis airport because we had no other choice. I mean, oh yeah. Well, I mean, the choice was stay up all night or sleep on the very thin carpet in the hallway. You can't really sleep in those stages. Like you just no. go into adrenaline because there are people around you at some point yeah. or you think there might be people at some point. Well, so there's like, even like a group of, there's one other person, you know, that was traveling with me oh, too. Sure. So we were kind of, you know, but still it's like, no, you're not, it's not comfortable. No, no. I don't, I can't imagine sleeping on the ground, but I mean, humans did it for millions of years. I could sleep on the ground, but I would still need some kind of like, I don't want to call it enclosure, but like I couldn't just do it out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> feel I, I, would, I need to be in a corner at least. So okay, I felt sure. like there, you know, you have like your bearings in a way. So you don't like yeah. just roll away and like what happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you ever sleepwalk as a kid? No, I, I don't remember ever sleepwalking. Have, well, you, you wouldn't because you were asleep. But oh, good point. Um, well, then I guess I don't know you. whether I did or not. No one so ever told like a, me. No one okay. ever told me that I slept walked. I don't ah. think that's. I don't think that's the proper uh, way to say that. But there you go. Yeah, sleepwalked. Apparently, I had a problem for several years. Yeah. My parents would just turn around. I'd be standing there, like out of a horror Whoa. movie, just like. <laughs> Yikes. It was like eyes glazed. Like they'd be like, Lewis, I would say nothing. I don't remember it. They tell no. me later, like, you should go back to bed. Okay. Just Lewis, turn around and walk away. <laughs> would you like some brown chalky material? <laughs> Lewis, yes, do you need some dude. honey? <laughs> and the strawberries. Give me the and, strawberries. Uh, and the strawberries. That was my that was my fix. The yeah. strawberries and the what's the chocolate material called again? I can't remember now. Carob. Carob. C C as in cat, A as in Adam, R as in Robert, O as in Oscar, B as in boy. So you dip the strawberries in the carob? No, 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 no. Oh. It would be a separate thing. Because I've had strawberries and chocolate. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh no, never you, you weren't allowed that though. Not no, not at no. I mean, that's <sighs> oh no. Oh, Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> was this a moral thing? I'm trying to if tell me if I'm getting confused. Uh, no, this no, is more no, of just like a, a dietary thing or I, I remember uh stating it as such because there was an older lady who would often offer me uh sugar cookies when I'd visit. Oh sure. Uh and she would like some cookies and then I had a friend who would stand up for me, like, oh no, you can't have them. She's like, Oh, you must be on a diet. And I'd be like, Don't know what that word is. Yes. Yes, it's a uh, diet. It's a diet. Uh you know. I had a conversation on a bike ride with my dad a couple of weeks ago and he asked me this question. Do you feel like you grew up <laughs> do you feel like you grew up uh in a cult family? Oh my gosh. Wow. You know. And I'm like, huh. Not the word I would have thought of. I'm like, no, I didn't think that <laughs> because I didn't have enough ability to question the process. Sure. I felt a little bit more like kind of like a drone, even though maybe that's not. Well, the, the kids are just kids don't don't think that way. It's just like, well, my oh, younger brothers just... disagreed. They were oh, they were against the establishment completely, and I was just oh, like, wow. Well, if the establishment says this, then it must be good. Um, okay, so it was never a diet information piece. It was more like they just kind of felt like this was the better way. Like sure. if there's a natural product that is not refined, you know, have that. And maybe we save a little in dental bills. Little did they know I would crack my teeth a bunch that I need crowns by age 14 <laughs> on my no two effect. front teeth. And, you know, bang, bang, like that makes up for all the other dental. Well, you had fluorinated had. water though, as a kid, or was that like out of the tap? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Water with fluorine added, 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 uh, we did. We also did get water from um, uh, what was the brewery? Um, it's a beer that doesn't exist anymore. It's like Stroh's. Wow. Stroh's oh, Brewery. Sure. Maybe it still does exist, but they also had a free water service, believe it or not. They'd have like on the oh, side awesome. of their building, you would line up with your jugs, like these giant yeah. five-gallon jugs. We would do this like once a week and we'd fill up four of these things and that'd be our drinking water. So we didn't wash it or anything. So maybe no. we weren't drinking out of the tap now that you say that. That's a... I don't know. Because fluorine is supposed to be good for your teeth. and I, It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. So it sounds like your father has was concerned that maybe you thought you grew up in a cult. <laughs> Is he having think, some regrets about his child rearing? Mm, oh, I'm sure there's something in there. Uh, well, we all do. As, he, as so adults. he listens. I do certainly. I certainly have regrets about things, and not regrets, but I well, mean, I, like you was, look back and go, "Well, that was stupid. <laughs> I shouldn't have that done was, that." That was part of the conversation of uh, when you get to a certain age, especially. Uh, so we are both dads, yeah. as we both right. have children. I and, think that's how we define them it these days. Yes, 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 yes. That is how we do this these days. I uh, <laughs> have for many years, but now especially these days. Right. Uh, and he said, you know, looking back, you always think you would have done something a little different. It's like, have you gotten to that point of thinking we wanted to do something different? That was part of like the theme around this. Okay, sure. Um, and sounds like a very healthy conversation. You know, yeah, it gets. I I like conversations that go a little more than surface, you know, yeah. depth. Sometimes, and sometimes yeah. when you get to that 15, 16 mile marker on the bike ride, you get to that level, <laughs> right? You know, you've sweated out all the small stuff, literally and figuratively, <laughs> and now you're down to like and, and, the real endurance level. And your your uh, blood is filled with nothing but adrenaline and endorphins, right? And point. then you get to the real, you know, the real, uh, the real meat and potatoes of the conversation. You're like, right. do you ever have any regrets? <laughs> and then let's stop let's not sugarcoat let's not honeycoat this anymore exactly um 
but no, uh, my, my dad listens to the podcast. And oh, he does. So, oh, oh he thinks it's hilarious, which well, good. I, I also you. agree. Uh, <laughs> it, it, we are very funny individuals. Um, that's why we do this. Um, uh, and so uh, I, I'm sure he'll get a good tickle out of this conversation because it basically happened the way I said it. And uh, well, that's, well, that's good. I'm glad you're being very truthful. Then. You know, we this often embellish our conversations here, but uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Mom's the word. <laughs> mom's, the, mom's the word. What did they say? Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Say, say no, no more. <laughs> nudge as good as a wink to a blind bat, eh? Eh? Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, well, I think we really nailed it tonight, Lewis. Thank you. I mean, this is, I think we really put, uh, put a capper on that topic. And I don't think anybody's going to have anything I, I doubt anybody has any questions, but if you do have questions, please visit our website, tangentsonly.com and uh, send us a note, send us a message. There's a little button right on the website. Yeah. We can click that button and it will send a message right to Lewis and myself. Especially if this episode or any episode inspires you to try something new or try to maybe try something again, Yeah, such as checkers, if you were like me and found it to be not so joyful. Maybe you will find it joyful after this episode. I think I think they will. Good night, Lewis. Good night, Rob. Good night, everybody. <laughs>